Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you're, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it. But that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal and anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer form podcast uh, for those types of topics if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had in archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you wanna help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst you in that order. Involved in a trauma cycle. Give me a nine-inch dildo. It's not even anything. And right now, NASA figured out how to get the biggest stick in the world. So they, they did it with uh, magic. Best thing to do with placenta. Can I squirt out of it? Maybe in two weeks, I'll start seeing it. Like I'll freak out again. But like right now, I'm pretty close to squirting. And if that makes me less entertaining to watch, I don't care either. Do you hear me now? I'm gonna I'm gonna put this in my mouth. It's a dick. All about getting them dicks. I don't care anymore at all. I, I, would, I can't afford it. I gotta watch my pornos. I'd be nice to not have to watch your pornos. That was my fucking point. Look at that big dick swing. Oh, yeah, baby. On a giant dick with fire coming out of it. I'd be nice to be the jelly bean giant. And they forced me to chuck them off in a closet. I was just a piece of meat for that dude. Maybe I need help. My fiance's mom's aunt passed from COVID or how she told the hospital she was elderly. 
As a result, though, she's worried and considers me. I don't care at all. That woman is a fucking retard. Once you understand that, everything makes sense. Because it's about the dicks. I, I have to go to the gay bar every day. Quick, touch your asshole. My feet, my feet, my feet. It's like a bitch. In a bar, it's like five dollars per People go out and have eight bitch. Not think twice about it. Forty dollars plus, you know, maybe ten dollars in tipping, depending on how drunk you get. Fifty dollars could buy you fifty dicks. Guys, I used to be a drinker. You think it's tough to rape a guy? You think it's tough to become um, sexually aroused by a guy and fucked a guy? It might be nice. You can't life. I don't have to squirt and I'm jerking off and I'm obsessed with dicks. I know what they're doing. I can hear the zipping from my end of the phone. Just zip. Obsessed. Just zip. Obsessed. Either they just got done jerking off or they're about to start. Like, I can hear the zips. It's like a sea of a thousand zips. It's just like... My it's squirting on a level that's tough to fathom. Next, he's going to make us put the dildo in our ass. I'm going I'm to put you on the ground and fuck your asshole. That's when you pivot. Right, just walk away. Next, be next. Alrighty, welcome to this week's episode of the Gamma Hug Box. I am your host, uh, Sam Whitfield, one of your hosts, uh, joined here by E Scorpio, and uh, Apex Gamma is missing in action uh, tonight, but hopefully he's okay. He might crash the party a bit later in typical Apex Gamma uh, fashion. But regardless, we're happy to uh, be here. Hello to uh, Starshine in the uh, YouTube chat. Good and, evening, good evening. And uh, hey there, Scorpio. So, so um, Apex is going to do what he does best then. Probably. By crashing the party. <laughs> Well, what 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 else do you expect from the Apex Gamma? I I don't expect very much at all, but what he does, he does well. So <laughs> that is that is very true. So we've had uh, it's been a quiet week. It's been too quiet. Nothing going on whatsoever. Uh. <laughs> You might want to rephrase that a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's been hectic to uh, say the least. And, uh, you know, all, the, all this uh, election stuff is already, you know, pretty tiresome. You know, sure. For, uh, we've been hearing about it for roughly a, a year and a half. And, uh, you know, it. Usually after November, everything dissipates, but nope, it's 2020, so things have to inevitably be dragged out, right? So Well, that, that was the year that the uh, Mayans predicted, no? They were, <laughs> that we were all going to die? 
That was that was 2012. But maybe it's maybe it's 2012. Oh, that I I think they I thought they they had their math off or something. Maybe, but maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe they were off by you know eight or not. Maybe they were off by eight years though. Who knows? They were. I think they were off by two presidential terms. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway, um, the Griftverse has been uh pretty ripe for this uh type of thing. Uh, they're they're sparing no expense on the left or the right side of the grifter sphere to either say that you know, uh, you know Trump's either trying to, you know, prevent Biden from becoming president if you're on the left, you know, and he's trying to stall this uh, election, or uh, if you know if you're uh, if you're right wing put a put a grifter. You know the Dems are trying to steal this uh, election. So absolutely, which, yeah. Which uh, you know, as a conservative my myself, I, I I definitely think that maybe there is an effort to steal the election, but I think both parties try to do it in one sense or another, just because that's how politics is. Um, but what I'm curious about is, uh, how have our favorite grifters, uh, I know we were talking earlier and apparently Vox had a, uh, stream up that is no longer available. Right. Yep. It's, uh, <clears throat> I didn't get to catch it all. I was, I was at work when it started, but I, I did catch the tail end and it was a, a pep talk of sorts. He was telling them not to despair. He was telling his audience not to despair. He was telling them not to believe the mainstream media lies. The usual, the usual stuff. And he ended it with a an invitation to come visit him at his blog because that is where they do not allow despair. And you can hear all of, you can hear Vox, uh, or you could read Vox as he copy paste uh, various other grifters and the latest. 4chan posts on his blog. However, Sam, they said they don't allow despair there, but I remember quite clearly just the other day they were his dread ilk were despairing that Vox Populi uh, may be going down. It may be their his blog spot may be deleted, so they're preparing for a backup. Oh no, the the humanity. Yeah, Vox finally got his own URL. And I believe it is, I have to double check, but uh, I believe it was voxday.net. So, yeah, it was actually, let me, let me, let me verify that for you. But it's, uh, it's either voxday.net or voxpopuli.net. So, <laughs> yeah, so don't despair too much because he's still going to have a web presence. Well, 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 thank, well, thank heavens, because if, uh. If there's anyone who knows what's going on, it's it's Vox Day and you know the the dreaded ilk. They're the ones who I trust wholeheartedly with you know information about the world. Well, Sam, here's the thing. 
and and I know we've talked. We haven't gone in in depth the times that we've talked, but a lot of the stuff that Ted has been putting on his blog in the lead up to the election, and also in his uh, election result coverage, it's a lot of the Q nonsense. Now, like I said, we haven't talked much about it in the past. I know that. I know that you've said you you don't put much stock in the Q thing, but it's like you like you sarcastically uh, <clears throat> alluded to. It's not uh, he's not the very he's not a very reliable source for any type of uh, uh, information on what's going on in current events. Well, I I'm still just trying to figure out what the heck QAnon uh, is. You know. It's it's been around for it's been around since like 2017 and yet no one can really give a straight answer for what it is other than some you know information gathering operation I guess yeah I as far yeah it's it's that's that's a good question because it's you can't really define what it is since nobody knows who it is or exactly where the information's coming from <clears throat> other than just out of somebody's ass but um yeah the it's uh, it's hard to find a something to compare it to anywhere else in uh, in the real world um the closest i could come to is maybe santa claus or the tooth fairy uh but other than that sam yeah i don't but that's the thing. If something that is is as ridiculous, are, are, how how familiar are you with the Q phenomenon? I'm familiar enough to know that it's like a conspiracy theory thing. But that's that's about it. I, it's it's like it's like one of those things where I never really got too much into it because. I figured that if I would, I might go down that rabbit hole, and that's kind of always been my theory that that's the trick, almost with QAnon, is that people people get into QAnon trying to find out what QAnon is, and then they get sucked into it. I th from my from what I can kind of understand, that's the grift with Q. But yeah, yeah, and it has it has taken that it has taken on that form. It's it's a very, and you'll find all kinds of uh, articles and resources. I know there's several subreddits dedicated to to this phenomenon, but it it morphs quickly into a into a, a legitimate cult, a, a one of these uh, internet cults that we've talked about in the past. Um, people, <clears throat> excuse me. People give up their their families. They give up their livelihoods to follow this cult, and I'm not exaggerating at all. Uh, it it has been very tragic in many cases, but yeah, it's like it's chasing some kind of fantasy. So that's the that is the atmosphere we're dealing with. And you have men. You have, I guess you would, you could call them third parties. That latch on, and that's primarily where the grift comes. It's kind of, it's kind of, uh, it's a very odd thing to describe, because given the anonymous nature of Q, how nobody knows who it is, and nobody knows exactly 
where they're coming from. They can't really, you know, such a person can't really grift for themselves, at least not that we know. So you have outsiders come in and use the Q drops, use the Q culture to grift on their own for their for themselves. You have uh, Vox Day. Right. He's one of the ones. I mean, a lot of, a lot of these people do it. There's a, a whole group of Q conspiracy pushers, and they have profited greatly from this, uh, from this this uh, this bizarre occurrence. There, there are some people who I'm a little surprised uh, got into got into QAnon. Like for for example, uh, first of all, I was kind of surprised because I guess. Uh, at some point, Jenna Jameson, the former uh, porn star, went like right wing, and then uh, I guess, I guess from what I've heard, she she went Q and on at one point because that's like I guess that's somewhat of a trendy thing to do if you're like a new, you know, if you're like a new conservative, quote unquote. Sure. At least in uh, twenty, you know, in twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Um, and that's that's another that's another aspect that we've talked about in the past. Uh, also, Sam, is <clears throat> whence do these conspiracies start, or who's putting them out there? Who's responsible? Because we've talked about um, as far as men like Owen Benjamin. Men like Vox Day, uh, things like Q, are they there to make the right wing look kooky and kind of scare people away? Uh, given that it's so easy for a newcomer to come in and fall into some of these, some of this craziness, it kind of makes you think, why is this happening? Who's putting it out there? And should it be, well, not that it shouldn't be listened to, because obviously it should not be listened to, but... Should people like you and I uh, call it out for what it is? And that's kind of where we find ourselves right now. Yeah, and I mean, the other other thing is I doubt it's going to go away, regardless of who actually ends up becoming president of the United States. That's the other thing is we know that this is going to get resolved, but the grifters, as long as there's an internet, there will always be grifters. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And and I now I think we talked about this uh, on Wednesday. Uh, you and I talked briefly during the day. Um, Q is not going to go away, and it should because we we still don't know how this election's turning out. It's, uh, at least I don't. I haven't heard any new information. Um, but if Trump winds up not winning the election in 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 any rational person's mind that should completely invalidate the q conspiracy however i don't see it going anywhere i see it picking up steam and i see a lot of these other conspiracies also either coming back or also gaining speed because like you said the grifters are not going to go anywhere i know a lot of them have claimed that they're going to call a quits um Chief among them being uh, Mike Cernovich and Scott Adams, they were both supposed to have either quit or take an indefinite hiatus 
uh, due to the election, but they're still around. They're still going to be around uh, as long as there's fools that are easily parted with their money. Men like that are going to be around, and it doesn't matter who the president is, if we're being honest. Well, yeah, it's a real bummer that uh, Scott Adams turned out to be a, a, a grifter because, as I mentioned, like I, I was actually a fan of, and I mean, I still am a fan to a certain extent of the uh, Dilbert, you know, comic strip and the, uh, you know, the Dilbert animated series. But oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but but there there's no denying that, you know. When I when I would bring Scott Adams, you know, before it was always um, he was always the Dilbert guy. Right. But now. Yeah. But now it's Scott Adams, um, you know, the guy who drinks coffee, at the Periscope coffee guy. And then I'm like, yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, any any wrote Dilbert too, and they're like, oh yeah, right, right. So it's it's almost like, it's almost like the legitimate thing that he became famous for, um, has ironically taken a backseat to his, <laughs> his his grifts. Exactly. And and what's even more interesting and kind of telling, and I. I I actually posted this on the subreddit. Is uh, his character Dogbert, who's the uh, the egg-shaped dog, is kind of um, Scott's attempt to make fun at make fun of grifters and con men and how gullible sure. people are. So well, and that could also be seen as as maybe a an expression of a side of himself that he didn't, you know, he didn't show at that time, at least to our knowledge. Right. And I mean, I, I will, I will give Boomer Scott credit where, where credit is due. If, if he's, if he's a self-aware grifter, at least that's, you know, I guess that's positive somewhat. Uh, unlike Owen, who doesn't seem to, understand that he's a grifter at all well it would be it would be self-aware yet hidden and i think that's a whole lot worse if you know you're a piece of shit and you hide it from the world but you continue being a piece of shit that's kind of that's very deceptive um but i think uh, since you bring up owen i think i think that there is a part of him that knows he too is a piece of shit and uh, he might just be able to, well, I don't know if hiding it, hiding it better is the right thing to say, but um, he just comes off as too, too insane to be self-aware. But I think that he is to a degree. So we can't, I mean, obviously we can't know what's in men's hearts. Uh, we can just judge them by their actions and both of these assholes are pretty are pretty worthy of scorn in my opinion definitely so you um you posted a couple a couple of clips the first one that i have is uh johnny rotten uh 
talking about Trump. I started to watch this clip, but I didn't finish it. Um, so, um, this should be interesting. I'll go ahead and play it and then, have you seen this or? Uh, yeah, yeah, I watched it that the other day. Um, okay. I, I think when I had put it in the Discord, it, it had either come out that day or the previous day. So it's uh, it should be relatively new. I think it's like a day after the election. I, yeah. Yeah, it is a day after the election. So. John Lydon, also known as Johnny Rotten, you voted for President Trump um, because you have the right to do that. You're a resident in L.A. What is so appealing about President Trump, which lots of people over here uh, find confusing? Uh -huh. Well, look, I'm working class English, right? It makes complete sense to me to vote for a person who actually talks about my kind of people. Now, the media in America, all of it, it's liberal, liberal-minded, it proclaims to me, but it's only really basically liberal with the truth. Uh, they toe the line of the Democrat Party by assumption that they know what's best. Yet they don't know nothing about, say, blue-collar workers, Latinos, African-Americans, in or outside of large cities. Um, it's assumed the position. I do want to pause here real quick and bring up the fact that uh, Gavin McGinnis is always bringing up Johnny Ryan constantly, which... I kind of find funny. Well, I guess I could see him as being a an influence. Um, um, as far as and, and this and he, you know he says it in this clip that he's a he's a very conservative man. I suppose I guess as conservative as, he, as you can get in Los Angeles. Yeah, we. But uh, yeah, he's already he's already kind of said that, and we're we're one minute <coughs> in, just about. Yeah, I think they're they're grilling him. Uh, obviously, I, I can't obviously I can't hear uh, what's going on. But I remember that he's. Uh, I think they started Is the asking him uh, incredulously about him voting for Trump. Yeah. So that's... he's kind of on his defensive now. Or he actually had a. It seemed like he had a prepared some some statement prepared, and he was uh, he was you know giving him all he had. Yeah, that that's what they that's what they're doing right now. Democrat Party attitude. Now Trump, he's not a politician, right? He's never claimed to be. How unusually, exceptionally wonderful is that for people like me, working class people? We're bored with your intellectual left wing ideas. We can't take much more of you. You talk twaddle. Everything you do. It's, it's, you, you just miss the point of who the general population are. But John, you don't but John Lydon, the, no, the, 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 <laughs> I was just going to say, what about his rudeness? What about his obnoxiousness? Nothing for these people. Nothing. And this is why they now support him so loyally, because he's the only hope. 
Now, you can call him a narcissist. You can call him nasty. He can be many different things, this fella. But he's the only hope because the system, as usual, is a SH system. Right, John, let, me, let me jump in. Um, what's it like for you in Los Angeles, which is obviously a very liberal city and a very liberal state? What is it like being you with these views surrounded by Wokies? <laughs> well, it's uh, hell on earth, let me tell you, right? Uh, I've watched what the Democrats have done to California, let alone this entire West Coast, and it's utterly disgusting. I mean, if you want Chaz, Biden's your fella, right? That's it, plain and simple. They've shown nothing, nothing by way of... So he's basically uh, regurgitating, like, all all the uh, right-wing, you know, kind of talking points about how if you, uh, you know, if you want Chaz, vote for Biden and uh, all of that. Oh, sorry, Sam. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Um, and I'm interested, it's very interesting to hear you say that. What What are you, what are you thinking about that? Uh, as you said, being a, a a staunchly conservative man yourself. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm staunchly. I'm more of like a okay. I'm more of a conservative libertarian. Um, okay. Meaning that, like, I'm I'm conservative on, you know, free speech and uh, economics and, um, you know, that type of stuff. But like social, if you want to, you know, if if you're, I'm a second you want to have like a civil union i'm perfectly okay with that i mean i'm not i'm not like strict you know on the religious right which i think is another thing that like a lot of these you know grifters like vox and Ker the kurgan more specifically are trying to do with the whole you know bringing back catholicism and, and whatnot but anyway that's a whole nother grift um I mean, I, I don't know. Johnny Ron could be genuine in his feelings. It just feel it feels like to me he's kind of repeating um, every single talking point that he, um, you know, I've heard before, right? That's kind of what I'm getting from this. Um, what was yeah. what was your what was your impression of this uh, clip? Well, since you since you did mention that, I I did notice that that it was like I said, it was it was prepared. It was what he, what he said was prepared. It was like he was reading off talking, like what you said. And I just the reason I put that clip in the in the show prep is I thought you might get a kick out of it. Um, but no, you brought like I said, what you said was very interesting, and I think we should expand on that because that's kind of where. That's kind of the 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 mission of <clears throat> the gammas, I guess. It's not it's not the official mission, but it's kind of something that I've I've taken on as part of all these shenanigans uh, have unfolded. Is that um, I find that people take politics way too seriously. It's people. It's and I think I see I saw somebody in the chat saying that they're tired of this us versus them thing. And that's the point that I got to uh, several years back. Um, 
so I don't really, I don't identify as a conservative, liberal, or anything like that. I, I tend to be much more independent. And to me, it makes more sense just to make fun of everybody on both sides than to take any of this stuff seriously to, oh, this is a good, this is a good conservative or this is a, a bad liberal or whatever the case might be. Yeah. And that makes any sense at all. I mean, and look, I, I was kind of on my, I was kind of on my own uh, road to Grifterdom when I was, you know, younger. I was, I was really going hard on kind of, you know, the, the, uh, you know, on the, on the, uh, you know, the, the, the far radical left and SJWs and, you know, everything like that. But when you start to color your neighbors or your friends, you know, who might have different political opinions than you in that light, it, it starts to become a problem. And I've had the same thing happen to me where, like, you know, people think, that just because I voted for Trump, I'm, you know, now suddenly, you know, ultra right wing, right? It Sure. It happens on, you know, both sides to an extent. And my whole thing now, and perhaps it's because I've aged a bit, but I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I don't want to say I'm trying to find what, you know, what we have in common, because I think that's a little simplistic, but what I'm trying to do is, you know, is, um, you know, express the fact that I think people can have differing opinions and still get along well. Well, um, you know, the internet makes it seem like that's a hard thing to do, but it's not in the real world uh, as long as you're, you know, smart about it. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. And what, what we're looking at, since you brought up the SJWs, what, what we're looking at the Internet has created, especially since the 2006 election, but it's, it's probably been building up over time is as you said like people are concerned about the stereotypical SJW type but we've are we've developed a uh I guess a mirror image we've seen the rise of the right wing SJW and those those are the ones that we tend to rail against over at the Gamma King subreddit um and they're just as bad and they they make things just as unbearable um and we can uh, expound on that if we need to. I think you you understand the type I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about you know people uh, people uh, groups that we'd be familiar with, people like the Bears, people like the Vox Populi comment section. Um, and it's it seems to be mostly an internet phenomenon. It it does spill out into the real world occasionally, as does the. Uh, left-wing SJWs. I mean, we see, you know, we we've seen their horrible actions. It, it, I mean, um, but it's they have a head start. At least, 
<laughs> yeah. It, you know, and I, I will say this, I'm not, I'm not naive enough to assume that you can get along with, you know, someone who is in, uh, you know, Antifa or anything like, like that. But I think what often happens is, you know, Antifa goes out there, does something really heinous, and then someone like uh, Baked Alaska and the RV6 crew, you know, or Yoga or whatever he's calling himself, will then think that he needs to go out there and, you know, retaliate in his in his own way or something like like that. And it just it ends up digging a bigger grave than actually solving. Well, that anything. that could be true. That could be true, Sam. And that's actually what he was saying the last time I I watched uh, the RV tards. Um, the last time I saw him specifically was in when they were in Dallas. And uh, yeah, he was talking about that. Oh, we're gonna people in the streets. the The only thing, the only thing that uh, tempers that Sam is that it's mostly a LARP, and and it's most it's, it's on both sides. The because this that's the big thing, and this is something we've been talking about a lot also in the uh, the various gamma platforms is the Civil War II LARP. Because it's it's being called for on both sides. I've seen uh, you know, I've seen the uh, the idiots on the left saying this, the same thing. But it's it's since I watch the right wing grifters more often and their pay pigs, I notice it on the right more than I do on the left because I don't just because I don't watch the left. So, um, but I like I said, I know they're out there. I know both sides are are itching for this war but at the end of the day it's always a larp no one is going to go to the streets nobody is going to fight nobody's going to draw guns on anybody it's it's just internet uh pretend time yeah so i i think that's the important thing to stress is that yeah you have you have things happening but things are always happening as far as election fraud because that, of course that's what's big right now as far as election fraud goes, election fraud is an, an American tradition. There's been election fraud in every presidential election going back to the beginning of this country. That's not going to change. It's not going to make a difference the day. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, what... whatever the results are going to be, that's gonna, there, it's going to be. And the American people are going to accept it move on hopefully well one well one thing that I do want to clarify uh, on uh, real quick is uh, when I say I'm not really when I say I'm not religious conservative I definitely uh, you know I'm a, I am a Christian and I do have a religious faith, but I don't try and bring my uh, religious values into the show because I don't think that's going to really add anything. Or I'm not, I'm not trying to use my uh, personal religious beliefs as part of my, 
platform to promote myself. Sure. Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed you um, bring up your, I, I just assumed you're irreligious. <laughs> no, no, I, I am. Uh, but you know, I, I, I definitely uh, prefer to, you know, talk about that stuff more in private, like, you know, in, in discord and whatnot, just because I, I, I've definitely noticed that pre that getting preachy on air, you know, doesn't really, really do anything. And that, that's kind of one of my whole things with uh, Owen is I feel like, I feel like Owen is a little too new to his Christian faith to be, you know, preaching anything oh, uh, absolutely. to yeah. other people. And then, you know, and then he claims that he isn't that religious, you know, and then, or that he's not the, you know, right one to talk about this. But then I'll say that the Trinity is gay or something like that. So, um, I just, choose not to get into that at all well speaking of owen benjamin did you see the latest um and i'll drop a link if i need to but he is he is uh relishing this election chaos whole hog and he has now gone back to because let's let's remember his arc he started out as a liberal Democrat. He voted for Hillary Clinton. And when he reinvented himself for the YouTube audience, he came out as a conservative Trump reporter. Uh, excuse me, Trump supporter. Um, but now, and and of course, it's been rocky over the years. He's had his share of shit-talking Trump. But we're back to the point where he is seems decidedly anti-Trump. I don't know. Oh, here it is. Let me put this. And this is a long, this is a long and play the couple of the hug box channel. There we go. But uh, yeah, it was pretty. He's back. The, the circle of grift is complete back so he, he he went he went full circle just as uh johnny arcade predicted then and uh apparently there's some arguing in the uh in the chat I guess. Um, well, Johnny, I think I think you were the one that predicted that Owen would go uh, would like come around full circle if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 
Yeah, I th I think from what I understand, Johnny, he he now is a full um liberal again. If I if I understand that correctly. Off YouTube under Obama. Nobody. Donald Jamarcus Trunk is one of the worst presidents we've ever had. I know that's going to rub people the wrong way, but like now that I see how compliant he is to the fucking uh, uh, narrative of like, we're going to fight for Michigan. All right, Patriots, mount up. Now that I see what he's really a part of, I'm like, oh, so you don't think he should fight for the votes? It's a scam. Who got kicked off YouTube under Obama? How much money did Obama spend on nonsense? Did Obama shut down a million small businesses? Like, guys, millions of small businesses. Millions. I've never seen in my life a president so Democrat, so Democrat, so leftist, that he signed off on this giant fucking scam. Slaughter the orange cow. Dude, orange man bad. Orange man bad. All right, I got tears laughing. So, dude, Trunk is a fucking loser, man. Orange man bad. He's been lined up for this role for so long. Right, it's a magic trick. Pushes back on Twitter and get... Dude, he won't leave Twitter. <laughs> He's like, all right, Patriots. They just put me in a 12-hour timeout. I mean... I'm a billionaire president of the United States. I could easily make my own. But we need to fight on their ground. What? That's insane. It's like so stupid. Okay. Orange man, bad. The vote drama is to cause conflict. It's just to take all your shit. It's to take your sovereignty, take your will, get your eyes off God. It's so dumb. Donald Trump is such a fag. He's such a pathetic fag, in my opinion. I'm not fucking leaving. Dude, you're, why did you just spend six... I bet a lot of that care money was funded right now to do this script. So what, you're a liberal now? Oh, are you serious? All right, I'm just going to ban you. Or no, 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 you're being funny, I think. <laughs> Donald Trump is the biggest Democrat president we've ever had. Oh my God, I can't stop laughing. It's so true. Look at everything you can measure. Uh, debt spending. Check. He spent more. He increased in that. Anyway, I don't know if we need to see the whole clip, but the point of it is, is it seems like, uh, you know, Owen has come full circle like it or not like it or not and uh yeah johnny i am going to uh save this clip or uh download the video so uh you still there scorpio
Hello. Oh, you're you're back. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a lot of trouble uh, hearing you. I had to I had to reconnect really quickly. Yeah, I'm. Did you did you ask a question? Yeah, I, I had it. So, so I didn't play the whole clip, but that right. But the the, the part that I did uh, definitely. Definitely was uh, intriguing to say the least. So yeah, he's he certainly has come full circle. It seems. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend playing the whole damn thing. <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, he's back and uh, he's back. And as you could see in that clip, the the bears took to it like a duck to water, man. Um, you know, I don't I don't remember the things he was he was reading specifically, but something like. Oh, he's been, you know, Trump's been prepared for this role or something like that. But obviously, crazy stuff, obviously, conspiracy things. Who knows where, I mean, we we were talking about Q earlier. The stuff that um, Owen and the Bears are into is, like, beyond Q crazy, you know? So, I mean, they could be talking about any damn thing. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's where, that's the way that the cult is going the owen cult is going um it might rub some of them the wrong way to the point of where a lot of them drop off i know we've been seeing a lot of drop-offs lately but uh yeah the ones that it, it's very hard to understand man the ones that uh the ones that stick around i mean they're just they're the type of people that'll seesaw back and forth to any opinion that's given to them to lap up yeah that that certainly that certainly seems to be the case so yeah that's uh that's what's new in uh that's what's new and fresh in bertaria is uh what do you think man what do you what do you think uh where do you think he's gonna go with this uh i i don't know but um I mean, is there an is there an anti own own cult evil Eric ass? I mean, yeah, I I guess I I, 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 I guess I guess there is. I mean, <laughs> and what would that be? I get well. I mean, if you want to get. If you really wanted to get serious about it, I, I guess some might consider the uh, the Game of Secret Kings to be like an anti-grifter. Uh, you know, we could be we could be like the anti-cult cult, I guess. <laughs> oh man, that's wrong, Sam. You're you're banned. You're banned from the cult. <laughs> yeah. I I prefer uh, a, a club. Why don't we why don't we just call it a club? A gentleman's club. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, a, ge a gentleman's club. That that uh that sounds that sounds uh quite spicy. So <laughs> Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know uh it's it's just it's crazy to watch. Um I don't know did you if you have that other graphic. Did I put it in there? Um 
it's a meme and it has uh i guess it's supposed to be owen benjamin holding a dog and the dog is i don't know some kind of anti-trump rhetoric or something and it has a you know the bears the, the trump bears in the background all teary-eyed oh yeah i think that's, i've seen, yeah that's, i've seen that that's uh that's some probably an accurate depiction of what's going on right now definitely um So, breaking news, I guess, according to John Arcade, Will Chamberlain said we might get a revote in, in uh, PA in Pennsylvania. So, that would be interesting. Will Chamberlain? Yeah. The basketball player? No, he's, he's, a, he's a political commentator. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That I guess that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, here's the thing, Sam. It's still we still have to see. Um, when is it? Isn't it on the third, uh, December third? I know it's sometime in early December when the uh, the electoral college actually verifies their vote. Isn't the, isn't that going to have a big uh, a big factor in what the uh, what the outcome is? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's the case. So, I mean, yeah, this, this thing is still, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure how that would work, um, as far as a redo in Pennsylvania. Is that, is that something that is unprecedented? Um, I don't think I've ever heard doing a, a, an election. No, I, I've never heard them doing a, of them doing that either but it it is that certainly is interesting are you uh are you outside are you outside right now yeah i just came out to smoke a cigarette oh okay i thought i heard yeah you heard i thought i heard the wind yeah that's the damn uh that's the damn freeway running through the body oh man interesting but that's my front yard. <laughs> so, uh, you had a few other stories in uh, non-related uh, Grifter news. I thought I thought this was kind of uh, humorous. You uh, you posted a story about uh, Harrison Ford, I guess, uh, paying tribute to. Sean Connery. Yes. So uh, I I pulled that up uh, from Screen Rant. Uh, Harrison Ford shares fun Indiana Jones story about Sean Connery. Uh, Harrison Ford has shared a fond memory of the late Sean Connery recalling their time together while filming Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And Harrison Ford has shared a fond memory of the late Sean Connery from their time working together on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, released in 1989. The film was, be was believed to be the final installment in the acclaimed adventure franchise. At, at the time, it was a huge hit. 
uh, aside from its success at the box office and among critics. Uh, Last Crusade introduced audiences to Indiana Jones' father, a role that Connery took to with great skill. The Oscar-winning film uh, arguably has one of the best plots of the entire franchise, and it was to the disappointment of many fans that Connery never returned as Professor Henry Jones in 2007's widely uh, derided Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of of the Crystal Skull. Uh, Connery passed away over the weekend at his home in the Bahamas, leaving behind a legacy of amazing work and no shortage of fans from multiple different age demographics. Later known for his, largely known for his work as James Bond in the early years of that iconic franchise, um, Connor's efforts in The Last Crusade created a character who was the antithesis to Ford's rough and tumble Indiana Jones, allowing for the perfect blend of humor and pathos to find its way into the series. Uh, uh. <clears throat> oh, with uh, tributes to Connery's brilliance still continuing to pour in from a wide variety of celebrities, it's always been great to hear from those who worked with the star. Ford has spoken of has spoken about the passing of his last crusade co-star revealing that there was plenty of fun to be had while the two were filming the beloved sequel. According to an official statement in Variety, Ford recalled driving a motorcycle with Connery in a sidecar along a bumpy, twisty mountain trail. And it might not sound like it was much fun for Connery, but Ford's fondness for the moment makes it clear that both enjoyed their time together. Uh, he was my father not in life but in India 3 you don't know pleasure until someone pays you to take Sean Connie for a ride in the sidecar of a Russian motorcycle bouncing along a bumpy twisty mountain trail and getting to watch him squirm god we have fun if he's in heaven I hope they have golf courses Rest in peace, dear friend. So, uh, it, it basically goes on to uh, summarize that scene that they were talking about. I, I thought that was a pretty good, uh, you know, tribute to uh, Connery from Ford, if I do say so myself. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I uh it doesn't say if they were um very close after the movie. I, I imagine they they probably would have been. Um but yeah, I know you were a Bond fan. I thought you might get a kick out of out of seeing that. Um even though this is not uh talking about James Bond, but uh, you, you can't talk about James Bond without talking about Sean Connery. So uh yeah, I know it was a well, and I, I know also- it was a big thing. And I'm also a fan of Indiana Jones as well, so that's always. Well, good. there, you, there you go. 
Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, it's not uh, it's not um, it's not the serious stuff that some people want to hear about. But uh, yeah, it's just a it's it's just a fun little thing. Uh, I know you're a fan of movies. I know you're a fan of these these men. So I am. At least at least of their uh, work. I don't know if I'm a I'm a fan of them. You know, as people, but definitely of their uh, talent for sure. Yeah, and it's you know it's okay to to separate those things. It's uh, I here's here's uh, here's where we we can start talking serious again. I guess as much as I can. Um, I remember back now this this mess that we're witnessing right now, as far as the election goes, it's very reminiscent of what happened in the 2000 election. And back then it was very heated. That was when, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that was when Fox News was just kind of getting its stride. And we had, uh, of course, uh, W wound up getting elected. And you had all these uh, celebrities come out. Uh, chief among them, Martin Sheen. Uh, who else was it? Mike Farrell from MASH. Um, bunch of idiots. The usual suspects, uh, Tim Robbins, Susan Sarandon. Uh, they were big time against uh, Bush. They were very vocal in their disdain for the man. Uh, they put. I think they even got together a, a troop of people. I don't know what the hell they did. They toured the country or something, protesting the man in whatever fashion that they could. But um, I remember at that time, the Fox News pundits, um, O'Reilly was was big shit back then. Uh, Hannity was still around back then. But it was a very it was a, the counter call. It was the first, the the beginning stages of the right wing SJW. As I said, we we already had the SJWs in the form of these Hollywood stars and whatnot. But then he started to have the, the mirror image start to, to come up where, oh, boycott, boycott these people. Boycott them because they're, they're against our guy Bush. And with hindsight being 2020, you know, we can say now that, hey, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to be so in love with George W. In any case... That's that's where it started. So let's uh, let's boycott these people. Let's let's use their their tactics against them. And but you know, and I hell I fell for that back then. Um, but I can tell you now, it was silly then, and it's silly now. Uh, if you like Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford is a, another uh, liberal asshole, as far as I can from the, from what I've seen of him. But if you like the guy's work, if you like his movies, there's no problem with watching them if, if that's what you like don't let anybody tell you otherwise yeah and that that's how i always try and judge art is based on the uh the work exactly man it's 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 um you don't have to feel bad about liking what you like and this is uh, this is a silly little uh, story we're talking about but uh, it, these types of things, that's what I was talking about earlier, when people think, take things way too seriously. It's like I said in your chat last, last week, I think it was, uh, life is too serious to take seriously. De and I know, yeah, I know um, I've gotten to that point where I just, 
we'll push buttons just to have fun. Because I've seen a lot in my time, and I see where this is going. And we've talked about this. We talked about this Wednesday also. Politics and news is cyclical. Everything that's happening now has happened before, and it will happen again. There's no reason to get bent out of shape about it. Yeah, well, it's it's just uh, you know it, it's it's fear mongering on both sides. Sure, it it absolutely is fear mongering. <clears throat> but what do the people do with that? You either and don't forget that anger is a byproduct of fear. Anger is a, a symptom of fear. To get angry and say I'm going to take to the streets or I'm going to fight such and such is just a, another way of showing that you fell for the fear-mongering. So I would implore everybody to keep a cool head, keep a smile on your face, and if you find a, if you find that you are taking these things too seriously, well maybe you should look into frivolous diversions. That's just my recommendation nobody has to listen to me i mean i i definitely think that you should take politics seriously but if you let it control your life that's when it becomes an issue well sam here here's the thing our politicians don't take politics seriously so why the hell should i <laughs> that's very true so uh i have a I have a friend named uh, Dictator Phil who wants to come on here. He might be uh, jumping in here. I'm not sure. Because this is Apex's uh, server that we're in, I'm not sure if he'll be able to uh, come on. We'll certainly uh, try to get him in here. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you uh, send him a uh, invite link? I I sent him an invite link to the uh, VC. I'm not sure if it'll if it'll work. Oh, I see. So. Oh, oh, I see him. Okay, he's in the server now. Oh, there he is. Pity I wasn't invited. What's uh, up? <laughs> what, Hello. What's I'm up? I've been waiting to do that frickin' Sean Connery impersonation all week. That was pretty good, actually. Thank you. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, it was, it was, it's such a shame that he died. Well, so, so, Sam, was he your favorite Bond or uh, who's your favorite Bond, if not? As Don't. I've got as I've gotten older, definitely yes, he's become my favorite. I grew up in the uh, Brosnan. Oh jeez. Although, although, if you look at my Discord profile picture, I have uh, Timothy Dalton as mm. as my uh, avatar on Discord. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just. Like Sean, I I mean, obviously Sean Connery was definitely my favorite Bond. 
Um, just he has the, he had that uh, the because he was uh, there was there was like a there was a pizzazz about him like there's a pizzazz of his way of doing the bond. It was it felt like like some of the the, the ones that came after him were very like like robotic ish almost, but but he had like the style the stylish way of doing bonds like just oh like it was I don't know I don't think they'll ever find anybody like that again. Well, well, they they haven't, but honestly, yeah. I don't think they should. Like, no. So. Well, I mean, I think they've run out. I think that how many bonds did they come out with? Like twenty something? Like they like how many? How many more bonds can they possibly come up with? Like, eventually, you run out of ideas, right? I would yeah. imagine. I would imagine. Well, they're still writing uh, Bond novels, aren't they? So, I mean, I I think they usually take the uh, the movies from the <clears throat> the, uh, the the book plots. Yeah, but how much? How much? are you going to write like how much are you really going to honestly write? That's going to be like, Oh, okay. I can buy that. It's like professional wrestling. Like once you've seen professional wrestling after a few years, it's like, okay, all right. We know what we kind of see what's going on with this bit. Like, yeah. Oh, he, turned, yeah. He, he's, he's turned heel or he's turned baby face. Like what? Um, Like, come on. It's, well, you know, with with wrestling, world. wrestling is just soap operas for men, and soap operas have been around for ages. So I don't think that people obviously love the these these genres, um, and I don't think they'll ever go out of style. I, I'm not sure no, now. I, now things are going to the internet, but well, I mean, I could put, I could watch. Okay, so I could watch the old school Bonds. I mean, really, I could watch the old school Bonds over and over again, and I could not probably—I probably won't ever get bored. Like, there's so they; those are the kind of movies that just—they're stylistically they—they're just forever. Like, I—I I, just—I don't know. I feel—it feels like, you know, you dig into the storyline a little too much, and then it just kind—I of, don't know. It just. I don't know. Then there's part of it is like there's a, there's other movies that have certain Bond like characters that kind of have their own identities, and I felt like I don't know. It was it, to me, it's like it's like making RoboCop, like the last RoboCop. Like you're you're mate, you're trying to make the last RoboCop, but like iRobot kind of killed it for everybody. Like, <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm like, I was looking at the fight scenes in Ro- the last RoboCop. I'm like, dude, this is iRobot. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think? Is that do you do you feel that way for all movies or just? In other words, do you prefer the older movies and you don't prefer newer ones, or do you still like new movies that come out? I like new movies. I, I like new movies, but they have to be one. They have to be done right, and two, they got to be have some sort of originality to them. Like there has to be an original feel to it. Like when you when you when you come up with when you've made twenty some odd movies of the same character, it's like, well, how how 
how are you going to make this original at all? Like, and that's, and that's, and that's part of it. Well, I mean, I, I feel like, I felt like Pierce Brosnan was terrible. Like he was a terrible bond. And then like, (laughs) and then like Daniel Craig, he was better than Pierce Brosnan, but that wasn't really like a, a, a great accolade because he was terrible like but he's still not as good as like the other bonds before pierce well but he's still good still good just not like that good um and they need to come up with better bond and, and honestly they need to come up with better bond girls too like that's that that's a big one too because I, I feel like <clears throat> It's like some of the that you you want to come up with like a Bond girl that like you've almost as if you you've never seen them before, like I've seen like the this next one uh, what the Anna D Armas I've I've seen her before she was in uh, a couple of other movies, um the was it the last one it was Cindy Larue or something like that, she was on Blue is the warmest color or something like that like I've I've seen that one already. Um, like they need to come up with a like if you're gonna come up with a cool Bond girl, come up with something that I've never like like something that you never seen before, that like gives her that identity like oh that's the Bond girl, like I I don't I don't get that with any of these recent Bond girls. Well, I mean I think the age of feminism has kind of killed you know that aspect to a certain point i don't know i mean like because because women have their like like because that's a big that's a big role but it's like but i think it meant well men men deal with that too because like if you like look at okay look at twilight for example like nobody's buying that robert pattinson is is batman right like no (laughs) they're looking at robert pattinson and they're like oh that's the dude from twilight and they just put a bat suit on him, like. Yeah, he's he's not bad, but he kind of seems like a Christian Bale. Reason. It looks okay. Like if if you if you've never seen other Batman's before, it looks kind of okay. But um, but no, it um, but looking at that, looking at that particular bat like Batman preview i was like oh i'm not i am not i mean it looks cool but i'm like i'm not feeling robert patterson yeah it's just yeah twilight I, thing. I, it's just the twilight it's i i feel that way too i mean with my uh my the older kids the ones that are already teenagers they grew up with uh twilight right that that was big when they were you know younger yeah. kids so they are very uh, excited about this Robert Pattinson Batman, but I'm like you. I, I I just I see that dude, and I just see that kind of faggy vampire, you know. So I, don't... <laughs> it's hard for me to see a Batman out of him. But the the interesting thing about the uh, Batman uh, cinematic universe is that it's kind of always always a uh you have to see it you know it's like it just my my favorite batman was michael keaton um 
but but you know back then everybody was like oh michael keaton he's just you know that goofy comedian he's not going to be a good batman well um but you're right you're i mean you're right in that like you got to see those those movies you know like the the mcu and all like like because even like i didn't want i looked at the uh like the captain marvel or was it captain yeah captain marvel i didn't want i didn't want to see i didn't want to see that fucking movie but like i i kind of had to because there was storylines in that movie that played into the other at the other mcu movies so i had to like so i kind of had to see it even though i really didn't want to even though brie larson was fucking awful (laughs) so like it's uh, yeah and i think this is this is kind of the same way because they're trying to make because they're trying to make the uh, dc uh dcu like um kind of blend in with one another you know uh, like like they did with uh, like the MCU did, so I don't know. Well, that that hasn't worked so well, has it? I mean, uh, I haven't watched any of those movies. I I think I said this on a, a previous hug box, but I yeah. I haven't wa- really watched movies, recent movies. I, I there was a point in my life where I just you know what I'm not going to watch movies anymore. Um, so I haven't kept up with those. But I do know from reviews that the it seems like the uh, the DC universe is kind of floundering, isn't it? Or, or am I wrong? I mean, well, I mean, it it I think it kind of I think it kind of ended with the the last Avengers. Um, but uh, yeah, like with the with the with the uh, the Marvel with Marvel, it was like Robert Downey Jr. was basically. Uh, keeping a hold of everybody that's falling off a cliff like he he was pretty much the only thing he was one of the only things that made it really good well i mean deadpool i mean but deadpool really wasn't like deadpool. they were it wasn't that like into the yeah into the marvel scene yeah Not really. i think deadpool wasn't technically part of the mcu it was a he something with like rights and so they couldn't put him into yeah. the same universe technically or something Which, like that yeah but like i mean that was like that that was one of my favorites like deadpool was one of my favorites and then like iron man was like robert downey jr played an awesome character and like i don't know i just didn't none of the, none of the other characters really grabbed on to me but the only reason that i paid money to go see him in the theaters was to see the storyline like all the little bits of storylines that were in each of the movies that kind of blended into what would eventually be like the you know the last like avengers movies interesting yeah but yeah i don't i don't know i'm 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 torn with the robert patton pattinson i'm like ugh. I'm begrudgingly going to probably going to see the movie in theaters, but well, I mean, if theaters still exist, yeah, that if this, if this country still fucking exists, <laughs> fucking President Biden, Jesus Christ, I'm I'm gonna hate saying that shit for four years. Uh, well, is is it 
Is it official? Is it? I'm hoping. Look, I'm hoping to God it's not. I'm hoping to God it's not. I'm like, I'm like, come on, let's. I'm. I I feel like there there is still there's a part of me that feels like uh, Donald Trump is, you know, there's something brewing. There's definitely something brewing with this election. Like, you know, there's me. Like I know, I, I know on Infowars they were talking about some sort of sting, which is kind of out there. But, um, I don't know. I, I think there's something. I think there's something in the works with, in terms of like investigations and stuff. Because it's obvious. I mean, it's blatant obvious that there was fraud. Like there was some sort of voter fraud. Um, but it's it's just it's just it's going to be tough to. Like it on its on the surface, it seems like it's going to be tough to prove. But like, I don't know, Donald Trump. He just has he has a way of just doing things, man. I like. I'm hoping, and in at the very least, even if even if Biden wins, right? Please, please start leaking some of that class. Uh, start declassifying some of that good shit, like. <laughs> I want to see some of the good shit get declassified, like the nat the, the 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 book of secrets from National Treasure. Just leak that shit on WikiLeaks. Pardon Julian Assange and just leak all of it on WikiLeaks. Yeah, the uh, the alien stuff. That's that's first and foremost. Everybody's interested in that. Yep. All the all the Area Fifty One secrets, just throw them all, throw them all in there, and then just be like deuces, I'm out. <laughs> and and in that scenario, who would be? Would do you think Trump would be uh, declassifying that before on the way out? Oh or? yeah, oh yeah. There's no way. You know what? Biden ain't gonna class declassify that shit. <laughs> he is he is the swamp. Like he is a card carrying member of the swamp. Like he, there's no way. He those he secrets, is the the classification. Those secrets, a lot of those secrets are what tie people like together in the in in that corruption. But you know, Donald Trump probably doesn't give a fuck. He's rich and doesn't give a shit. He's like, fuck it. Let if they're gonna do me like this, okay, yeah. Good luck with everybody knowing your secrets now, motherfucker. And then just leak leak everything. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out, for sure. What are you thinking? What are you thinking, Sam? I'm pretty. I'm, I'm sure you probably already talked about it, but oh, I I I'm cautiously optimistic that Trump will win and pull this thing out, and if not, maybe it'll go to court. But I'm not really. I'm praying for the, uh, you know, best, but I'm bracing myself for the worst too. What there's there's a um, there's some interesting shit with the the software. Uh, like apparently there's like software that they were using that was like glitchy or something like that. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I was reading about it. I'm like. I mean, if, how do you, yeah, it's just, it's, it was just so, the problem with what, like, if, 
if they if they didn't drop a hundred plus thousand votes like in the middle of the night like i don't think anybody would have thought any of it i don't think anybody would have been any the wiser like i i just think it, it was so it felt like the 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 ballot drop felt like it was so egregious that of course it kind of garnered some attention you know you almost you almost want to be like well shit couldn't they have found a slicker way of dropping that shit or something i don't know yeah well we'll have to wait and see what ha- what happens yeah we we probably shouldn't be talking about this because you'll probably get kicked off Twitter for sure, or, and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, Scorpio, how are you doing on time, sir? Um, what do you what do you thinking, Sam? I go for another few more minutes. Uh, Phil, do you have any other any other topics you want to bring up? I mean. Yeah, not. I mean, if if we're we're probably going to be talking about some stuff tomorrow. Like, I mean, yeah, tomorrow. you know, if there's any pressing, anything pressing, I guess I don't. I'm not pressing. I guess I don't know. I think tomorrow we're we're going to talk about we're going to talk a lot about the you know the, a lot of the election stuff that's going on, and um, I'll probably be doing more of my Sean Connery impersonations. You know, just hmm. whatever. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, uh, well, I think this might be a good place to call, to call it, uh, gentlemen. So, uh, Scorpio, thanks for coming on, and uh, people can find you on Reddit in the in the uh, the and uh, on the Gamma Secret Kings Review channel, right? Right. Or. Or are you still just uploading vids at uh, East Scorpio? Yeah, all, all my shows go to uh, my channel. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm on I'm on D Live under the same name and uh, the Gamma Secret King subreddit. So yeah, people can I'm I'm around if people want to find me. Yep. And uh, Dictator Phil is part of Versa uh news media and in re- real news which i'll be on tomorrow as well and uh, i'm thinking since apex gamma isn't going to be uh here tomorrow i might just do a versa crossover stream with with those guys as the whitfield report so should be fun should be fun for sure all right all right, thank y'all for having me. Uh, later, Gators. All righty. All right, Phil. Good night. And uh, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Gamma Hug Box uh, here tonight. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in wherever you are. And, uh, you know, until the GSK review uh, comes on next week, I guess we will continue to, uh, you know, bite ankles and take names so uh thanks once again scorpio for coming on and thanks chat for tuning in and uh have a good evening folks
Five months of full-blown I'm doing videos on it. You're involved in a trauma cycle.